Hi, this is Dion Bake from Butler Mortgage. We're currently ranked the number one mortgage brokerage in Ontario and number two in Canada. And much of our success is due to the fact that we help clients acquire multiple investment properties. If you'd like to talk with a mortgage advisor who specializes in investment property, you can reach me at 888-684-8326. To learn more about what's going on in the world of investment property financing, check out episode 23 of the Breakthrough Podcast, where I discuss the topic with Robin Sandy. Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast, episode 119. If you're looking for the skills and tools to succeed in real estate investing, you've come to the right place. This show is about breaking through barriers, breaking through limiting beliefs, and breaking through to the life that you want to live through the power of real estate investing. This is the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Rob Brake and Sandy McKay. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for coming back to join us today. Um, Sandy, how's it going? I'm awesome. Yourself? I'm really, really good. You know, it's confusing there because normally, you know, we have the uh, the intro, the guy that says all the stuff and introduces us on the audio portion. And here it's just, let's get into it, right? No introductions, really. This is Cindy McKay. Right I'm Rob Brake. And our guest is Jonathan Margle. We're going to talk to him in just a minute. But uh, first, everyone should go over to our website, BreakthroughREIPodcast.ca. There you can Look at all the episodes that we've recorded in the past. There's a hundred and I don't know. By the time this comes out, there's going to be like 120 of them in the catalog. So go over and check some of those out. A lot of good guests, a lot of interesting um, feedback and interesting perspective from all over the real estate investing world. So you can get lots of content there and you can get our free gift as well. Right, Sandy? Yeah, for your gift, the ultimate strategy for building wealth through real estate. And that's uh, that's something we, we dive a bit deeper in on that strategy that we both use and have used over the years to uh, build up our portfolios and a lot of our guests have as well. So go jump on that. You'll also get access to all of our uh, events and uh, you know some of them live, some not as many live currently, but some of them live. And you'll hear about all the different tours we're doing and uh, all those things. And you'll get access to every episode as it comes out live. You'll get notified so you don't miss a show. Well, you're doing live stuff. It's just not in person. Is that, am I correct on that? Virtually live? Yeah. Yeah, virtually live. They can't reach out and touch you, but you don't like that anyway. So, Um, yeah. So, okay, great. And uh, also, please go over to to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. We've got actually a couple of new reviews here I just wanted to read while we're at it. Um, So, I'll just pop into those. So we've got one from Enbrar95, and he or she says, five stars breakthrough REI podcast is hands down the best real estate investing podcast in Canada. The information provided on the show is timeless. We try very hard to do that. And the variety of guests in the industry provide great insight. One ask, can you discuss the pros and cons of investing in pre-construction compared to a home already on the market? Also, do you recommend one over the other for first-time home buyers uh, for investment purposes? Yeah, we can definitely talk about that. That'd be it's a- been a while since we did that. We did do at least one or two on that. Um, it's been a while. 
We don't really talk about the pre-construction stuff too much. Maybe we can, uh, you know what? I've got some good guests uh, lined up to talk about that. We just got to nail down a date. So you'll have some good uh, information coming soon. And we've got another one here by Whale and Invest. He says five stars as well. Rob and Sandy consistently get incredible guests and both are extremely accomplished, active real estate investors in their own right. It's great to be able to see two perspectives in addition to the guests. If you ever get a chance to go on one of Rob's investor tours in Peter Road, jump at it. You will learn a ton from one of the nicest guys in the business. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I don't know if when we're going to be doing the live tours, but probably by the time you listen to this, we should be up and running again. So yeah, feel free, everyone. Uh, that's good advice, I think, from Whalen. Um Deadlift Girl 0924 says, amazing, five stars, simply amazing content. Thank you for providing us with real estate knowledge across Canada. Love your podcast. So that was great. I appreciate that. And, you know, if you haven't taken the time to go over and just leave us a little bit of a rating and review, please do. Um, These kind of things get us noticed on iTunes, get this information out there to more people and, uh, and more ears and more information for investors. So I appreciate everyone doing that. Absolutely. Yep. Um, anything else to go through, Rob, or should we jump in uh, with Jonathan? What else we got? No, let's talk to Jonathan. He can't sit there and wait all day. He's got things to do. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, <laughs> welcome to the show, Jonathan Margo. I'm going to read a, a little intro to uh, bring you in here and then uh, feel free to add on if you feel like it. But, uh, just to give the listeners a bit of background on you, Jonathan is a uh, co-founder, is a 33-year-old co-founder and CEO of Building Stack. He has a varied and unique background in real estate, coupled with a passion for technology and trends in the in- industry. And following his graduation from the John Molson School of Business, Jonathan spent a few years managing over 2,000 apartments across Quebec. Uh, wanted to make a difference in an outdated industry, starving for better solutions. Jonathan teamed up with his friend and now Building Stack co-founder. Pablo Mangini to to design a yeah to design a customer centric property management platform, and the all-in-one software provides the landlords a way to communicate with their tenants, post online listings, automatically collect online rent payments, track their property related financials, and Billing Stack is currently in 150,000 plus stores across Canada, so it's widely used across the country. And Jonathan and his talented team are fiercely motivated to build and improve their solutions, bringing landlords into the next generation of property management. So, really interesting topic there. Uh, property management is a crazy industry, and uh, interesting to see that you're kind of being more progressive and creating some cool uh, stuff for the future version of what that looks like here in Canada. So, thank you for doing that, and welcome to the show. Yeah, first of all, thank you very much, Sandy. Thank you very much, Rob. Couple good Canadian kids. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast. It's a lot of fun for me. So yeah. you're located, where are you located? You, you live in Montreal, correct? In Montreal, correct. Uh, but always traveling around the country for, for different demos to meet with various clients, um, different events in the industry. So all, always moving around, but the home base is, is in Montreal. Uh, Very good. And yeah, you know what? I think that that's something really important. What Sandy was talking about in your intro there is anything that um, investors, especially when they start to scale up, can learn or use as tools to help with the property management is going to be fantastic for them. So I'm looking forward to talking about this. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your journey so far and how you got interested in real estate investing. 
Great question. Um, I think it's it's quite a unique answer for someone in my situation or position uh, who started a prop tech company that I, I truly do come from uh, a major real estate background. It's it's pretty much the only industry that that my family has been involved in, and uh, one of the major industries that I've been exposed to for the greater part of my life. It's what I decided to study at college. My first job was managing about 2000 doors around the city, running around like a lunatic, managing the staff, managing the tenants, going to the rental board. It's kind of all I know. And then on on the personal side, I happen to be a big techie, a big geek, major computer guy. And one day, um, I guess when enough was enough at, at my job, I realized, you know what? I love real estate. I love technology, but there's so much that's lacking. There's so much that's missing. There's an exorbitant amount of inefficiencies that that I was experiencing my day to day. Got together with with my best friend at the time, and and I guess we're even closer now that that we've grown the company together for eleven years. Pulled out a bottle of scotch and started brainstorming. How can we fix real estate? How can we fix property management? Fast forwarding to today, there's honestly a good four hundred features that we've developed. Uh, all in-house with with our talented team of roughly 30 employees. It's it's extremely exciting to to be spending my life doing this. And you say 400 features on what is it again? So it's property management software with a major focus on the operational side. There's a lot of accounting systems out there. We decided not to replace them. Everyone's kind of set in their ways. So we wanted to focus on day-to-day inefficiencies. So the major features... Um, and, and they're also segmented um, into different plans based on what someone would be interested in. The major features are online rent payment through credit card, debit card, bank account, set up recurring payments. The tenant sets up the recurring payments. The landlord sets them up. I think it's the, the finest solution in the country. Uh, super easy to use. So that's a big feature. Another one is tenant portal work order management. So when the tenants log in to pay their rent, they can also communicate with their management, send work orders, receive notices, stay up to date, email, text, phone call, push, all of the above. And then the third major feature as the syndication of vacancies to Kijiji, to rentals.ca, to the different uh, listing channels out there, as well as to a client's own website for their portfolio or building. Those are the three main things that we do. And then within each of those plans, there's just hundreds and dozens of of other little things to manage receivables payables expenses your staff your tenants just everything uh as well as some um some syncing options with big accounting softwares that are out there to really provide the client with a one-stop shop super seamless well that sounds great i mean i i honestly i've never heard of the program before but i'm going to definitely check it out now. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of good features there. It's just that, uh, how do you, how do you go about, um, promoting the, uh, software as well? That's a very interesting question. Um, I would say everything we've done, we've been doing this for a while and we've done everything very organically, very methodically, slowly, one thing at a time. Uh, a big part is, is honestly outbound. We have in-house sales team that is constantly reaching out. It's not that hard to find who the different owners are, who the different property management companies are. We're calling them. 
uh, on the phone, by email, LinkedIn, a lot of reach out. We're also very much present sponsoring and, and attending the different conferences and forums and, uh, and expos around the country. So you can bump into us in person as well. Uh, recently, we started doing a lot of advertising uh, for different landlord associations, uh, different professional uh, groups out there. There, there's so many different things that, that we're constantly doing, uh, both outbound, both inbound, um, to just spread spread the the word. But at at the moment, we're currently working with about 250 clients, and we're at a point now where many of them are giving us referrals. It's it's fair to say that if you own real estate, you probably know a couple, probably know a couple other people that do. And once we make the first person happy, very frequently we'll get some referrals. So that's happening a lot recently. Um, really anything we can to get up there. Would you say, um, that this is more geared towards the individual investor or to big property management companies, or is that sort of what the packages do is define where you are? It, it doesn't really matter is the answer we've, we've, the first client we ever had, um, had 25 doors at the time. I would say our largest client has about 8,000 doors. And then we could handle any client between. We built something with enterprise clients in mind. Uh, Timber Creek's one of our largest clients. They're using us um, in, in their portfolio. Um, it works very well for them, but it also works for the guy that has five duplexes. And the guy that has five duplexes can benefit from the enterprise feature set and, and different, different functionalities that a huge landlord uses and helps them out for their for their operation at an affordable price so really there's no specific person that we're lurking looking to work with sure it's very exciting to work with the big players but we're also very happy to work with individuals just getting started and truthfully truly will help them grow with less resources by using us as the operational back end awesome so what were some of the big uh deficiencies at the beginning that you were hoping to you know, help, uh, help overcome with this. And, you know, how has that changed, I guess, over the years, 10, 10 plus years now, right? In the business. With that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm a young man and, and still about a third of my life I've, I've been spending growing this business. It's, it's, it's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I would, I would bring this back to, to the days that I was managing, um, for a company called Alfie. That was, that was one of my first jobs. So, First of all, communication completely broken and just unbelievably inefficient at that time and and still still today for many companies. I mean, tenant complains in the hallway face to face with a concierge. The concierge writes it on a, on a little paper, puts the paper in an envelope. Uh, another employee picks it up. He signs it. There's carbon copies. It's mental. It doesn't make sense. It's so many people involved. What happens when you drop the paper? Nothing. So I mean that that needed uh, that needed some cleaning up. The way that people communicate work orders and reporting them, completing them, progress didn't really exist, and and whatever was was being used was ridiculous. Um, second big thing, big deficiency. I mean, there's no need to collect hundreds of checks scan them on your phone, bring them to the bank, collect cash. You're walking around with tens of thousands of dollars of cash uh, in a bag like a burglar and bring it to the bank. It, it makes no sense. Uh, one of the questions later on 
I'll, I'll get into more often, but I can totally see checks just not existing. It, it's not going to be a thing. It's like, there's, there's no, there's no reason to, to pay your rent with a check. It's, it's so outdated. Everything should be online. Hence why we built that feature out. And another thing that that was a big waste of time and, and a problem is you have a vacancy. You need to get that out there. People need to know what's available, photos of it, the price, whatever. But to get on as many sites as possible, you're caught, you're creating an ad, then you're copying it, then you're pasting it, then you're trying to save money by making 10 different accounts on a site. Such a waste of time. And, and the big value prop at, at the time and still is, is let us automatically post ads and you focus on important things like showing the apartment, like doing other things within the, the building or within marketing instead of just being a monkey copying and pasting ads over and over and over again. You change the price, you have to change it 20 times. It doesn't make sense. Huge waste of time. So those are the three biggest things that, that I'll touch on right now. And they are big things, definitely. Like people, th- those are the biggest concerns as far as I, as far as I know anyways. So it's, um, it's good that you guys address those right off the bat. And then Sandy just touched on it. I don't know. I don't know if this does step on the, uh, one of the other questions, but has that changed at all since you, since you started? It absolutely has changed. Um, I think I, I like to answer this question that I've noticed trends province by province, city by city, or maybe even country by country that people have shifted. And a lot of people have now begun to use property management software, prop tech, 10, 11 years later uh, from when we started this. I, I think some cities, let's say, are more receptive than others. I, I, I've noticed a trend that many people in Ontario, for example, have been using a system for two, three, four, five years. Maybe now they're ready to switch to one. We'll swoop, swoop in, hopefully steal that business and get them under our wing. Uh, some other cities like my own, a lot of people, I would say, have been generally outdated over time. But now, especially with COVID, people are realizing, all right, the time for, for getting a software is now. So that that's a big change that people have begun to use software, some people on their second or third phase. Um, but the one thing that has not changed, and I think it's it's a big problem within the industry, is... A lot of the decision makers are fairly old school, if you will, trying to use a polite word, um, you know, difficult people to, to change their mind. You know, they've been managing real estate for 40 years the same way, pencil and, and paper and software, get out of my face. You know, if, if I get out of your face, then your neighbor is going to make you look bad and, and draw the traffic from, from, from potential tenants. So it's, it's, it's very much here now, which is new. And, you know, PropTech is, is here to stay and people, people are, and, and absolutely need to make that switch now. I agree. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're trying to do it all on your own as the, in the old, old school form of it, it's a challenge, right? It's just so much better use uses of time that you could spend, even if it's just hanging out, enjoying life, um, or it's going, finding more deals, right? Like, why would we not want to be more efficient? And I think this can help. Is there anything else right now that you see that makes property management like why is it so outdated? Because it's it's an industry that you know even Rob and I in real estate, as in realtors, and that we find it's outdated in the realtor world. But property management's like on a whole nother level. Well, here's the one thing, Sandy, that relates to that. Like, imagine 
I get so much done efficiently online. Like we use AuthentiSign, DocuSign, whatever. We send the docs out. Maybe I call, I go over it with with somebody, and then they just click to sign it. You know, imagine the 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 hours that that takes away from from what we had to do in the old days. You you might have to drive an hour, make sure that you're meeting with your clients at a time when they can do it. You know, and then and then getting that sign, driving back giving it to the other realtor and have them do the same thing. Like um, you mentioned checks as one of those things that are outdated. And, and yeah, I think that there's probably a couple of other things that are comparable in, in this, in that type of thing. Right. Honestly, almost. And, and I was speaking to my partner about this the mm-hmm. other day, we're talking about actually on, on, on my personal podcast, uh, not business related. We, we had one business episode and we we're talking about, um, you know, the biggest changes that COVID brought. And our realization was anything that was and maybe currently is being done in person doesn't need to be done in person. There's no signings that need to happen anymore. There's no exchange of uh, this is the work order verbally or paying in person or, or even signing leases. Like anytime two people need to get into a room together to do something for proper management, don't. It doesn't make sense anymore could all be done online, could all be done through software. And we're trying to be that kind of all-in-one shop for, for the entire life cycle to help people do as many of those things as they're comfortable remotely or digitally. That's a good way to think of it. I mean, it's probably true. There's not many companies doing it, right? Or, or available out there to help with that, right? I mean, it's, it's very fragmented right now. Uh, just speaking about Canada, there's not that many prop tech companies out there, but many of them specialize in one thing and there's not a lot of synergy or, or, you know, two way sync between them. We're trying to be the company that, that either does those things all in house or works together with, with different leaders and, and just let them continue to be the best and just have a way for our clients to, to benefit from that in a seamless way. And now building stock is it? It's Canadian, Canadian-based company. Is it? Is it? It's only in Canada. Am I correct on that? It's a Canadian-based company. Ninety-nine point nine eight percent of our clients are are in Canada. Not for long. We just started selling to the states. We have a couple of clients in in Orlando, specifically in in Florida. Um, we're definitely looking to make a lot of noise in the states very mm-hmm. soon. Um, but I, I think fundamentally, I'm from Montreal. We're Canadian. The whole company's here. We're trying to take care of of our our backyard first, if you will, and and then kind of venture off into the states where there there is much more competition and many more solutions out there. But there's no reason that that we can't play with the big boys there. And um, yeah, but at the moment we're we're definitely focused within Canada. That's great, though. I'm glad to hear that you're expanding. Um, my question is, it's not on here, but what do you think is the we're we're sort of looking at it in two ways. Like we're looking at it from a property management perspective, like company perspective, using it to to help with their entire uh, you know portfolio of doors, and then the small guy. So what do you think? Like for someone who you were saying may have like five duplexes, what do you think is the best feature for them that you guys have to offer? And what do you think is the best feature that you offer property management companies with like huge portfolios? I love that question. Um, so we, we have, we offer something called the full stack plan, which is everything that we do. And if you happen to be a small landlord, it's extremely affordable and you get a lot. 
So what I would recommend for, let's say, a quote unquote smaller client is subscribe to everything that we offer and literally don't hire or hire significantly less staff, which obviously having one employee would be 10x what the software costs. And you're getting so much more from just you yourself being able to sit down and just automate so many things in the day to day just by having the software. So what I would say to a smaller client um, is use us, use us early. There's no need at that volume to, to have many other softwares. Like it's all you need for, for accounting, for reporting, for tenants, for your staff, for everyone. And let yourself scale your operation quicker, more efficiently, kind of on our backs. Use us to be able to save money, be super efficient, and then ultimately buy more doors quicker. Um, so that's that would be my quick pitch for someone smaller. For someone who's much larger, like a Timber Creek or, or any of our other REITs or, or tier one clients that we're working with is they have a lot of their processes that are already established. They use XYZ for accounting. They use XYZ for this, for that. That's fine. We've, we've split up our software into to different plans, if you will, that if there's one thing that someone wants, for example, online ramp payment, cool. Only use building stock for online ramp payment. We'll sync with Yardi. We'll sync with whatever uh, accounting system you're using. Your tenants will be able to pay online. Super affordable for you since you're only getting one of the plans. Um, and and basically the, the, the answer in short is we do a lot, but choose the feature that you like the most, pay for only that one thing, and we'll make you very happy by saving you tons of time. So it, it really depends or, or anywhere in the middle. So I really like that. So it sounds like it's very affordable then if you're saying to, to the smaller guys, get everything and to the larger guys, you might not want everything. Yeah, it really depends on the client. I mean, the way that we designed it, we fundamentally feel that we're best in class for all the all the main features that we do. We we've really created them in a in a unique way created by someone who literally uses them for his own portfolio, who literally only understands real estate, let's say. Um it was created by real estate minds and it was also influenced by many of my mentors many of our clients like it's the software has matured quite a lot as time's gone on in the sense that if if you know five years ago if someone said hey we do things this way how can we do that on your platform if we couldn't we would make big changes so that they could and then everyone else would benefit from it um i'm actually losing losing my train of thought a little bit here what was the the original question again I lost uh, my train of thought too. <laughs> what do you got there, Sandy? Should we should we do a next question together? <laughs> be something we would edit out in the audio version, like we were talking about before the show. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> no, I think it was just around the fact that it's affordable, right? And it's yeah. uh, it's something that everyone can access, which is which is which is which is a big piece because obviously you know smaller landlords, you know, they don't have uh, they're not raking in the cash flow yet um necessarily and uh you know i think it's just about the investment and what the value is in return of it right because if you're um you know if you're spending i don't even know what the pricing is what does the pricing look like if you, i mean it starts it's it starts as low as 99 dollars a month for up to 125 doors to do a lot and then if if you're much larger we're talking a few hundred bucks a month to literally save tens of thousands of dollars in efficiency yeah. uh no matter 
who I use as an example, it absolutely makes financial sense. And I guess our something that we try and do is is never let price get in the way. If if someone wants to work with us, they want our help, they want to use the software, we'll find a creative way of working together. We we want to work with as many people as possible in as many different ways that that they would require. Yeah, so $99 a month or, or, or you know, even slightly above that if you've got a bigger portfolio and, and needs, it's, I mean, negligible. Day, yeah, you're a little over a grand a year to manage, you know, if you, even if you had a few properties, there's a lot of, lot of time you could be saving with that. I'll, I'll quote my dad for a second. He goes, son, it's too cheap. It's too cheap. They could afford it. There's so much value there. You need to, you need to charge more. I'm like, dad, don't worry. We just want to work with as many people as possible. Uh, it's all part of the strategy. Like for, for us, there's a, a great sense of pride in, in, in adding a new client and adding um, some new doors in, in getting new user bases and, and all the stats are, are growing amazing. I mean, we're, we're on our way to taking over this space in Canada. You know, this isn't something that we talk about very often, Sandy. Um, I want to let people know, like, I don't, I don't think people uh, know how we come in contact with our guests and where we, where we find them. Like, people don't pay to come on our show. You know, we don't, we don't charge people anything. Uh, it's really just organic. Like we, we run into people doing things that we think are good and providing services that we think are good. And then we talk to them about it, right? Like this, uh, a lot of people think that, you know, this we're, we're endorsing, and this is basically a commercial for his, for Jonathan's company, which it's not right. Like I, you found Jonathan and, and thought he had something interesting to offer. And so, we talked to him about what he's got going on there. But I mean, when, when people have something good, I think it comes across in the interview, right? Just like it is right now. So um, that's the, I just wanted to point that out because a lot of people, like I'm not going to name any podcasts, but there are a lot of podcasts. The only people that they have on there are people who have paid to come on and endorse their product. Right. And the, and the host, they just go, yeah, whatever. Like we'll just have anybody on who, who, who has something to say and wants to pay the price. Right. So the, the way that, that Sandy and I were, were introduced is, is actually a super interesting, um, I guess, long story. And, and the other part of it, there's a, a very valuable lesson there. Um, if I'll, I'll talk about it for one minute, cause I, I think it might be inspiring to one person. And if it is, there's, there's value there. Uh, one, one night at the beginning of COVID, uh, quarantine, you know, I posted something on LinkedIn. Hey, we've been doing a lot of Zoom meetings uh, with within the company. If if I know you or if I don't know you, hit me up. Let's have coffee together on Zoom. Let's let's chat. If there's something you're interested in, you want to ask a question, you just want to chit chat about real estate, hit me up. Someone reached out, a mutual friend uh, who I haven't spoken to a while, a buddy of of Sandy. So he reached out to me. He invited me to to a Zoom networking event. And then uh, several weeks later, I got a connection to Sandy and then Sandy and I spoke and 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 then now I'm on the podcast. And and I guess the lesson there is, you know, if you don't ask, if if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't try, things won't happen. You know, there's there's no shame, there's no harm in just speaking, writing something. You never know. But if you're quiet, nothing's going to happen. And it was a past uh, guest of our show, actually, Jared Henderson, who uh, made what a beauty, eh? Rob, you know him as well. Oh yeah, and great guy. uh, Yeah, out of Montreal, we've had a lot of Montreal stuff going on lately. We had uh, there you go. What was a few weeks ago? We we had uh, uh, had have we had two guests in the last little bit? uh, 
Luciano on there a couple weeks ago. That just came out yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want me Montreal. And let me know if you want me to ship you some bagels. Hey, we have some good ones here. (laughs) I would rather come and get them myself. Montreal is actually one of the one of the most fun places I like to go. So it's a fun Uh, city. Okay. Why don't we talk about the future a little bit? What's going on in the future of this space? I'm really interested about that. And um, I haven't asked you about this before coming on the show, so I'm not sure how much, but I'm sure you're thinking about it just being in that space um, and looking at Outlook and what that looks like. What's going on there? Anything interesting? So the future of, of the industry or for my company? Both, I'd say. Both. So I'll start with the industry. Um, I can see, especially now more than ever, companies having less employees but whoever they have has much more output and is much more efficient and dynamic and can do more with, with their time. I think that's extremely important in, in today's environment. Um, I see online payment or I see rent payments going completely online very, very soon. Kind of alluded to that earlier. Checks, cash, forget it. It's going to be 100% online. Get ready. It's happening. You may as well get set up for it now. We can help you with that. It's one of the best things we do. Um, like I mentioned also much, much less in-person interactions for, for inspections, for verifying the jobs were done. No one should be speaking in person unless it's absolutely required. That's a huge change that, that I, I foresee in the future. Um, I don't think that I haven't really thought this before, but I don't really see a need for rental offices. That might ruffle some feathers, but I, I think it's it's a useless uh, allocation of space and you need someone to sit down and twiddle their thumbs all day and wait for people to come and talk to them and just rent that unit out, turn it into an apartment if you can, have that person work remote or, or be able to, to manage many buildings. I don't see that that being a need anymore. And just much more technology and automations being used. That's uh, that's the future of property management in a nutshell, in in my eyes, in my words. Um, with respect to our company, we have about eighteen developers in house. We're building features. There, the, the product roadmap is insane. We're we're pumping out new modules, new tools every day, every week. Big features every month. Uh, we don't stop foot's on the gas. We're always going. Um, <laughs> I spoke with my partner before. He said, don't tell them all the secrets today. So I don't want to sound too cliche and be like, we have a lot of exciting stuff around the corner. Stay tuned. But but we really do. Uh, probably in the next 30 days, if, if you add us on LinkedIn, on Facebook, you're going to see some, some wild new modules that are going to be extremely helpful to many, many different people in many ways. So Really for us, the future is just continuing to grow, grow the product, grow the team, more integrations, more features, and just 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 keep going. We're we're moving at at a thousand miles an hour and and have no intention on on stopping. We we want to take over the space. That's exciting. And it uh, looks like you guys have a free demo here. Is that uh is that true? So um the f- the free demo, I, I I guess, is you'll get in touch with our sales team or myself. We'll walk you through the platform. If you require access to that after the demo, we could easily set you up with with like a little trial account, demo account to play around with for a few days. Uh, but we don't offer any free subscriptions or anything like that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will absolutely show you whoever you are, what we do, how it works, 
understand how how you guys are set up how we can help and i'm sure we can find many ways to to get you excited i was gonna i was gonna ask about you know you know hiring um companies if someone's hiring a property management company and you know what kind of things do they you know you want to make sure you're with a company that's also thinking about the future making things efficient and minimizing costs and all that stuff what are some things they should probably be asking a company like that that they're looking to hire who you know if, if someone doesn't want to do any of this stuff themselves they just want to sub this out and have their management company and but they obviously would want a company that's also very you know driven by tech and have some have some good efficiencies built in right yeah i'll, I'll focus on the tech side of of things for the answer uh it's, it's actually a, a a unique question I, I haven't thought about it too much um we're not really in that position whatever real estate we have we manage for ourselves and and we provide a tool to companies to i guess woo uh, potential landlords to to give them their business. So we would actually be one of the reasons <laughs> that that someone would would maybe give a contract to a third party management company. But that being said, um, if I were in the in the situation or position where we had a hundred unit building, we're looking for someone to manage it. You know, I, I feel like it's really cute and really easy to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah we have a tenant portal, we have software, uh, super transparent owner's portal. Like it's really cool and easy to spit those things out. But, you know, a, as an owner of a property and, and someone who's really vetting this potential service or, or management, I would dive into it a little bit deeper. I would say, you know, how are you going to post ads for me? What's your strategy? How do you come up with titles? How do you come up with pricing? Like really understand how. You know, how are you collecting uh, rent from, from your tenants? How are you communicating with them? Do you have any SLAs? Do you have any delays that if, if something's not resolved in time, you escalate it? Like, what, what is your process? What is your workflow? Um, I, I would want to understand that. And I feel like those are questions that maybe no one's really asking. They would maybe get, uh, oh, you guys have a software? Cool. Like, check. You know what I mean? Um, very often, I, I feel like the the questions and the answers would be superficial, and I I would encourage someone to really dive deeper in, into the operations of of the third party management company, how they do things. I think that's a hundred percent true, and and most people just don't think enough about it, right? Or they don't, you know, or they're just going on the relationship they already have with that person, maybe, and they think it's good, and they just assume that, it, that whatever they're doing is good. There are definitely a lot. There's, I think there's going to be more options too as we go ahead with that, and uh, as you know, we get into you know, more efficient property management companies out there and things like that. I think there's going to be some progression in that industry because it's just been so far behind for a while. Um, from what I, I will see. say that there's, there's a lot of companies out there that could manage your buildings and many of them aren't going to be around tomorrow. It's, it is kind of a dime right. a dozen. So right. keep that in mind. You, you don't have to say yes right away. Like look around. There's, there's many different people there uh, using different systems, different tools, you know, flirt, look, you know, look around, do your research. So how can people get in touch with you? Where would they go to, uh, to set up a, a demo for the software and that kind of thing? Anyone listening, feel free to email me, jm at buildingstack.com. You could also reach me through LinkedIn. A lot of people send me messages there. Search for my name, Jonathan Margell. If you have a courier pigeon, you could shoot, uh, shoot a message in, <laughs> into the pigeon and uh, send him my way as well. Um, I'm, I'm very happy to, to speak to anyone, very open easy person to get a hold of. Uh, I like to always respond to everyone, whether it's a, it's a good or bad answer. So never hesitate. Yeah. JM at buildingstack.com. 
Great. And I just I just uh, Googled building stack and you guys are, of course, right on top. So you could do that, too. And anyone, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyone that missed um, those those um, those ways to get in touch with uh, Jonathan, they can go over to our show notes and all of your contact info is going to be in there as well. Should I do uh, a discount for for anyone listening that uh, that gives the the BREI promo code? You're going to give your dad a heart attack. <laughs> By the way, you're not wrong. Why do you give out so many discounts? It's okay, Dan. <laughs> uh, sure, if you want to do that. All right, mention it and, and we'll see what we can do. All right, sounds cool. good. Um, all right, so thanks very much, man. I really enjoyed this. This has been uh, fun. And, I, and, I, and, and you know, property management is always one of those things where it's, uh, it's touch and go for a lot of people. They want to make things more efficient. And I think that this can do that. So thank you. Thank you guys. Great experience. Great way to start the day. Um, you guys are the best. Keep going. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing episode 500 soon. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. What, what about your podcast? You want to sh- sh- plug that quickly oh, yeah. or it's not a business one, but it's still uh, something fun. They it's, can uh, Behind the founder POD on Instagram. Check it out. We're at episode 11. Um, just have fun. Really, it's it's about doing different things during during COVID, finding different ways to occupy my time. I've had a lot of cool guests, some athletes, some real estate people, my co-founder, or just myself. It's it's really just to entertain, to have fun, keep people uh, company through their eardrums for for a few minutes every week. Right on. Sorry, and what's that called again? Behind the Founder Podcast. Awesome. Okay, we'll put that link in the show notes too. Sure. Um, Sandy, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, 2893896846 or Sandy at McKayRealtyNetwork.com. And you can reach me at Rob at MrBreakthrough.ca. Well, thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone.